Welcome to Champions Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Nolan Edwards. To learn more about Champions Church, visit GodsChampions.com. In the beginning, man and women were created well and strong and healthy, happy and in fellowship with God. But Satan, the deceiver, deceiver caused Adam and Eve to disobey God and to doubt His Word. They sinned against God and yielded themselves to the authority of Satan to be his slaves forever. Because of this, they were driven from the Garden of Eden to be forever separated from God's presence. It was then that disease, pain, and sickness began to destroy, destroying the health of God's creation and have done so ever since until Jesus. Say with me, Jesus. Until Christ, the Son of God, came and He bore our sins. Our sicknesses. And carried them away. How many are grateful for what Jesus has done for you? Because of this, well, he paid the, Jesus paid the penalty for our disobedience by, beaten, by being beaten and crucified. He endured our sentence of death for us. When he uttered these words, it is finished. It was like hoisting a flag on a flagpole over a liberated land that had been in battle. And the flagpole is saying, I am the victor. And the victory has been won. Christ the captain of our salvation and the author and the finisher of our faith came to this world, defeated our enemy Satan, stripped him of his authority. Say with me, authority. Jesus stripped him of his authority which we had relinquished. We blame when we point our finger maybe at Adam and Eve and say, how could you guys do this? But if we were in their shoes, we would have done the same. For the Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, but Jesus, but Jesus changed everything. Our salvation, our healing, our deliverance, Jesus says, it is finished. But the question I ask you this morning, I want to ask you this morning, because all authority has now been given to Jesus. It's been returned. It's in His hands. And therefore, it's in ours. Say with me, it's in ours. Authority. So the question I have to ask you this morning is, why then are so many Christians still sick and diseased and beaten up and walking through this life in an unvictorious way. See, though our property has been liberated from this enemy, though Satan's reign has been destroyed by Christ, though Satan's power over our lives has been taken from him, there remains the host of demons and continue, who continue to resist our freedom and resent our victory. 
Demon spirits have no legal right to continue oppressing his, God's people or afflicting believers with disease and infirmity. But they know, they know this, they know that thousands of people do not know that Satan has made, been made to surrender and has been defeated. Either they know or they don't do anything about it because they do not walk in the authority that's been given to them. And each one of you have authority that Christ has won. You remember Jesus says, Jesus said, all authority has been given to Me. Now I want you to go. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cast out demons. As freely as you have received, now freely give. Authority. You see, this life is not about your job and God uses your job. God, this life isn't about how much money you make, uh, how, many, how many things you have. It's not about your happiness. It's about your walking in obedience to Jesus Christ. It's about sharing the love of Jesus wherever you go. It's about loving God and loving people. It's about... It's not about you, though you are involved. It's about you walking in the destiny. And God, in the middle of that, what happens is you actually find your greatest purpose in life. Everything that flows, whether you're called to business, or you're called to be a doctor, or you're called to, to whatever, a teacher, or a homemaker. If you're called to move business on a large level or at a small level, whatever it is, it has to be with Jesus Christ at the center of your life, and you bring change wherever you are. It's not about what you have. It's not about how many houses you can acquire. It's not about how many cars that you can... Look, it's not about the perception of, of success. It's about how God sees you. And does He have your heart? Because if He has your heart, you walk in authority. If you remain in Me and My Word remains in you, ask what you will and it shall be done to you. It's about your heart. It's about... Because you see, when He has your heart, He has your full attention. And then you actually realize that everything you do, wherever, whatever vocation that is, it's for Him. And when you know that, when you know that. It's not about you. It's not about your little problems which Jesus paid for. That you don't need to wander in. You don't need to, you don't need to let the enemy beat you up with. You have the victory today. You need to begin to walk in the victory that Christ has provided for you. So those who deal with addiction year after year after year after year after year after year after year have not come to the realization that Christ has won the victory and you have authority to stand and withstand any of that battle. And He's given you, there's no weapon formed against you. Can prosper, But you have to come into agreement with the Word of God. 
that says you are free. I've made a provision for your freedom. And He brings healing. Some, of you have, some people have addictions because they have problems or something that's happened to them, circumstances that happened to them in their past. There's hurts that go deep within their, their soul. Well, let me tell you something. The Lord Jesus Christ has brought provision and He has provision for your soulish issues, those hurts, those pains, those things that you're battling with that cause them to flow to addiction life. But let me tell you something. Jesus paid it all. He said, it is finished. The only reason the enemy has any, 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 any impact on your life is because you let him. Hear that today. It's only because you opened the door when he walked by and said, come on in. Because it's only by your agreement. Otherwise, you're invincible under the blood of Jesus Christ. You hear me? You have authority. I thank God for deliverance ministry. I thank God for so-so. I thank God for the things that we help facilitate so people can get free and stay free. But it's not to waller in the past. It's to take your past and God gives you a testimony. He gives you a message from your mess. And He leads you into the purposes that He's planned for you, which the enemy brought for your destruction. God says, oh no, I made a way where there was no way. And My, save, my Son died on the cross for you. Every sin was pr- provided. And, he, and we don't have to strive for the victory. We flow, flow from the victory that Christ has already provided. So we don't have to waller in our mess. We don't have to waller in sin. We don't have to waller in addiction. We don't have to waller in our past. We get to step forward into our future because Jesus paid the price. I'm concerned... I hear the Father's heart's concern and I see it. And it's not just what I see, it's what I hear. And my conversations with people, I recognize they've let the door wide open. They may be saved, but they're living such dysfunctional lives because they are like the world and you can't really tell a difference between their life and the people in the world. And the problem with the church today is we serve God, but we have a mixed message and we live our life frivolously, if you will, and we lack the fear of God which says, God, Your Word is true and it, what it says I will do and I hold my life to Your standard, not to the world's standard. Promiscuity, sex, This is not my message, but it relates. Promiscuity, sex before marriage, infidelity, pornography, all these things. In moments of weakness or in moments of desire, we give in and we let God's God's Word be put to the shelf And we step in on our own free will and dive into these things 
And we wonder why we don't live a life of authority. Why the world walks by us and we don't hear God's voice to say, I want you to talk to them. And I just brought up one thing, sex. One thing, pornography. All related to self-gratification. You know, it's hard to see people get set free of the things that we're struggling with ourselves. My brothers and sisters, this should not be so. Oh, we come to church. We, after Pastor Nolan, after ten times, ask us to raise our hands. We finally raise our hands just so that we can get it over with and sit down. We move on to the next thing and we go to tomorrow and we just kind of live and then we just kind of wander to the computer. We wander our thoughts and we, nothing's fixed on God. And we wonder why we have no authority. Why no one's changed, no one's healed, no one's set free. My brothers and sisters, this should not be so. Oh yes, you can play the game. Live your life as Jesus isn't coming tomorrow and there's no eternity. But you're rolling the dice, my friend, of an eternity. Are you really wanting to roll that dice? Is that the dice you want to roll? Your life for all eternity? Go ahead and scoff. Go ahead and laugh. Go ahead and play your games. Where's that going to lead you? Holiness. Commitment. Heart. Love for the King. Dare I say, if you love anything more than you love God, you might want to check your love quotient. The only way the enemy has any kind of rule in your life is because you let him. You've been blood-bought. You're the blood-bought. You're the church. The set-free ones. You are kingdom authority on the earth. You bring heaven to earth through your obedience, through your relationship with him. And as people see you and how you relate with brothers and sisters in Christ and how you live your life and what you say and what you don't say, and what you think about, now no one knows what that is, but eventually they do because from the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. So eventually it's going to come out when you're pressed, when you're squeezed, when life isn't so great, do you still praise Him? Or do you say other words? There's a book, I, had, I remember a book by Michael Brown that says, How Saved Are We? How Saved Are We? I know this isn't maybe a, 
at the moment a feel-good message, but maybe it's a message every single one in this room needs to have a real heart check again about what you do for God and who you are in God. And are you really committed to doing this thing called Christian life? Because it's not about you. It's about taking up your cross daily and following Him. Is anybody hearing this message yet? Because I can't get off of it. It must be because God wants you to hear this. I can't get off this message this morning. I hear we are declaring half-heartedly, oh God, You're worthy, worthy. And there's, I'm like, He's worthy. He's worthy. And there's a, yes, You're worthy. And then there's Your Word. So with time and the things that have transpired today, I look at uh, this message which I'm not going to dive into. I'm not going to dive into it today. The rest of this, it's really my purpose today was to talk to you about being praying and walking this life of that we learn to pray with authority and govern through intercession and that we and the key of remaining persistent but i see that i know the time and i'm not necessarily worried about the time but i know you are i think there comes a point in time where the church has to be and must be the church 24-7, Jesus when, he, Jesus, when He came to the woman at the well and she had that conversation, and it's such a beautiful exchange because the woman at the well was living, this is her is it fifth? Fifth relationship. And she's not married. I think it's her fifth marriage, but this one actually isn't a marriage. And Jesus was talking to her. And it's amazing God's confrontation because even though He knew her mess, Jesus knew what she was. He, he knew before she spoke about her life. And He's actually going contrary. He's actually going contrary to protocol. We don't sit with people from this group of, you know, it's just not done. And especially women, we don't sit and have a conversation at the well with women. And, and this lady... He actually was reading her mail, and the, th- the beautiful thing I-, I saw in that picture is that the love of God for that individual, in the midst of bringing alignment, and then he ended up, call- he ended up telling her, you know, that, that, that guy is not actually your husband, and, uh, and this is number five. But then he spoke life and destiny, purpose to her. She gets up from there 
She goes, I perceive you're a prophet. But before that happens, she was talking about worshiping the Lord. And worshiping the Lord, we worship here, and you guys worship like this and over there. And Jesus says, there's coming a time when my people will worship me in spirit and truth 24-7. And that's really what I'm hearing the Lord say today. Are you worshiping me 24-7 or am I a switch that you turn on and off? Am I someone that is all of your heart and your life or am I something you switch on when it's convenient and, and therefore you put on the act or you pursue me for a moment and then you leave? And then I hear from you when you're in trouble. And this is, this is the heartbeat, guys, of what I'm saying, is what I, I hear the Lord saying today. is just come after me with all my heart. I gave you all of mine. Why are you giving me half in return? Why are you just playing the game? I can see through. There's those of you here today, you're playing a game. And the Lord says, don't play the game anymore. I see what you do. I hear what you think. I know what you think about. You think God doesn't know? He knows. He knows your conversations. He knows your inward conversations. And hear the Lord say, I hear the Lord say, I love you. But it's time to rise up, church. It's time to be my church. Put aside the things that I've paid for that you're hanging on to. Put aside the distractions. Put aside the weight of yesterday. Put it aside. Get, get healing. I, have, I provided healing for every soulless issue that you're dealing with. Every single one. Insecurity. Rejection, hurt, pain, abusive situation. Jesus paid for it all. The message is come after Him with all your heart. Come to the altar and allow the Lord to bring healing to your life. Walk in transparency. Say, I got issues. Don't act like you got it together when you know you don't. James chapter 1 says, cry your eyes out. Be serious about this. Build an altar. Get right with God. Start a new day. Commit. 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 Are you committed? Are you committed? Renew the commitment. Walk in His fire. Walk in the anointing. Walk in the purposes of God. Some of you are designed to literally be earth-shaking in the political realm. But you're living a half-hearted life. Wake up! Some of you are called, some of you are called to 
literally shake the business world for Jesus Christ. Your business is this big, but He's waiting for you to give Him all. And your business will explode because then He has your heart and He can release to you His glory and financial realm that will explode. But then when He has your heart, it literally shakes the earth financially so that other ministries can form and businesses and influence can happen in high places because God cares about the high place ones too. Old to the ones who give them their hearts. Everything changes. He orders the steps, not of the half-hearted ones, of the righteous ones. And your steps are ordered of the Lord. Is anybody hearing this message yet this morning? That's all I got today. I have a message. I planned it. I spent hours on this thing. But God says, tell them this. I can't be obedient to anyone but Him. Otherwise, when I get to heaven, He's going to say, why didn't you tell Him? Because I'm afraid of man. You should have been afraid of me. Do you have that attitude? Do you have that heart? I don't care what men says. I'm going to do what God tells me to do. I don't care what men say. This is an exhortation, obviously. You know, uh, by the way, start service kind of, 15 minutes early. And we're going to do that on a regular basis. It's like we're just coming to prepare our heart and prepare our life. And it's like, oh, Lord, I'm just giving you my all. Just come to worship you. Maybe come and pray, intercede, walk the room. And we started that today, 15 minutes, kind of just early. Well, what happens when a body of believers really walks in their authority? Really walks contrite before God, really walks in the fear of God, in the obedience of God to what He asked them to do. He's already told us, He says, Jesus says, heal the sick. There's someone sick, heal them. They have disease, heal them. Fill of demons, set them free. Notice there's not begging there, there's declaring there. We're seated in high places. We may be standing here. Spiritually, we're up here. We do not need to beg God. We need to declare His Word over situations and see them change. And therefore, when you know you're praying and declaring the Word of God, the Bible says in 1 John that you can know that it's going to happen. Trust Him and it will shift because He is a God of His Word. You see, you've got to get away from being a half-hearted one to getting to a point where you're a whole-hearted one and that you see the earth shake when you pray. You see, the goal isn't just you getting right. The goal is what you do with what you got. Freely you've received, now you give.
let's stand together. Let's stand. You still love me? It's okay. I have agape. That means I love you no matter what. <laughs> By the way, you got agape. It means you got to love me. It's really not anything about, I just literally have to give you today what I sense in my heart. It's the Father's heart to you and to me. I'd rather give you this plan, message that I had planned and da-da-da-da-da and be impressed. No, I'm not into that either. You know what I'm saying. We've got to get to a point, church, where we just walk in this obedient life. And there is no other plans. I have no other objective except to be obedient to what God told me to do. And when we live that, this city will be rocked. This place will be full four times on a weekend. It will not be able to withstand the people... Because it's not about a man, it's about the people of God releasing the kingdom of God wherever they go. And people will go, I want to know what you know. I want to go where you go. I want to be what you are. I want to see what you see. I want to do what you do. You see, you are the head. You are the royal priesthood. A holy nation. To show forth the praises of Him who's called you out of darkness. And you're no longer in darkness. You're in the wonderful light. So where you go, darkness flees. It doesn't feel good around you. Darkness goes, ugh, I'm out of here. Because the lights showed up. The committed ones show up. I don't know what to tell you to do right now. This is you. It's you. I would say this. I'm going to have our prayer team come right now. Just all the prayer team come. Make your way. I'm going to just say this. If you're living double life, stop. I can't tell you. I can, I'm just going to encourage you, stop it. Make an altar. Cry your eyes out. Say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for wallowing in my pain of yesterday that keeps me from my tomorrow because Jesus, you made a way and I receive your healing power for my life today. I'm going to start this journey today of not walking in my past but stepping into my future. There's so much God has for you. The enemy's lying to you, lying to you, lying to you and you're just listening and listening and listening. You need to say, shut up. This is what Jesus Christ has done. And this is who I am. The Word of God says this. You say yes to God, then you resist the devil and he must flee. Wholeheartedness. There is an enemy that watches your life and they can tell if you're wholehearted or not. So they know to hang around because you're going to open the door for them to come in. You hear me? I'm going to say it again. There's an enemy that watches your life. And he's going to open when the moment 
They stink around. They stick around because you re- don't resist them. You don't declare and you don't live the life because they know eventually you're going to open the door and they're going to step in. And they'll come in. Now you call that addiction, dysfunction, pain. The enemy only comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but God came that you might have life. And it's abundant. In other words, there, his, his bowl never gets empty. His glass is always full, and it refills again and again. He's got the endless supply of abundance, and He's right here always for you. But what He asks... And what you must discover is, am I going to serve Him with all of my heart or if I'm not? So today's the call. You hear it. I don't think it can be any more, probably could be more simple or plain or spoken, but you hear the heart of God in what I'm saying today. The message is clear. So if you need to build a heart, uh, an altar, build an altar today. Maybe just we just need to worship Him. Maybe you're here today, you need healing in your body, your freedom. If you're away from God, I'd encourage you to come to God today. You don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Tell, I'm telling you, the one you saw, He lived, and He still lives today. He's in heaven, and He's in my heart, and He can be in your heart too. If you're here today, and you don't know Jesus, or you maybe you're away from God, you've been... Whatever it is, get right with God today or come to know Christ today. I'm going to just invite anyone right now at the sound of my voice. Anyone that's at the sound of my voice and you're away from God or you're living a half-hearted life and you want to change that today. First of all, if you're living a half-hearted life and you're like, I don't care who knows. I want everyone to know today is my day and I'm going to serve God with all of my life. I just want you to step forward and come. Come on. Come on. It's awesome. Come on. on. I'm not holding anything back. I, you might be here and you're like, I've given them 80%, but there's 10, there's 20% here you haven't given them yet. Come. Come on. Just come. Just come do business with God. This is your invitation. I'm serious about this. I'm not going to spend another day half-hearted. I'm going all out for God. All out for Him. some coming I can guarantee you there's more don't be bashful this is this is like I don't care who knows I'm serving Jesus matter of fact I want you to know I'm making a decision today I'm serving God I'm serving God I want the whole world to know I'm serving God 
Jesus will be lifted up through my life. Mm. Let's just lift our hands right now. Father, we come in the name of Jesus. We are grateful sons. We are grateful daughters of your provision. We thank you, Lord, for the provision at Calvary. Thank you who the Son sets free is free indeed. And we walk in that freedom. We today commit our hearts. We commit our lives anew and afresh. Lord, send your fire upon us. Send your glory. Lord, may we be people, Lord, that walk in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. That we walk in being circumspect. That we, we're, we're sensitive to your voice. And we walk in obedience to what we hear. Father, today I pray that, Lord, there would be a shift that happens, a, a shift that happens of suddenlies. Father, a, a shift that happens of Your glory and, and waves of Your glory upon Your people, O oh God. Lord, that You would take us, this deep calls into deep, that you would, you would take us on a journey of the richness of Your presence and a richness of of relationship with you. In Jesus' name. Father, I just declare that, Lord, that in this place today, this is a day that everything changes. The ones that came forward today, I declare over them everything from this day forward changes. Everything changes. Day by day, new mercies we see. In Jesus' name. us to sing, Kathy, if we're in the key, are you in? That's good. That's good. Let's sing this song. We just lift our hands to the Lord. Point of surrender. Point of surrender. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. I'm away. Lord, have your way in me. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, Lord, every moment I'm awake. 
Yes, God. Would have your way in me. Sing it again. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take and every moment I'm awake. Yes, God. Lord, have your way in me. Lord, have your way. every moment of every day oh have your way in me lead me God I will follow wherever you lead me whatever you want me to say Lord have your way in me yes Lord oh Pray a blessing over you today. Let me just put your hand in a receiving position. May the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. May his face shine upon you. That the glory of his presence be your appetite. That you walk in destiny and purpose. That the peace of God would rule and reign in your heart. That the joy in the Lord would be your strength day after day after day. The refreshing of his presence. will be your constant delight. And in your weakness, you'll discover that he is strong. The Lord bless you today. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys. Love you. Hey, got an idea. Let's go win somebody for Christ today. What do you think? Good idea? Let's win one this week and bring them back next Sunday. Amen? Sow a seed, water it. One of those, harvest it. Let's win our world for Jesus Christ. God bless you as you go. God bless you. Thanks for listening to Champions Church Sermon of the Week. Be sure to subscribe for more content each week. If you'd like to learn how you can partner with us, visit GodsChampions.com.